Hi, everyone. Welcome to another installment of Movie Minutes. We are the top three podcast that brings you the best cinema has to offer. I'm Angelina. And I'm Avril. And today we are going to be talking about a topic that may be a little sensitive to some listeners, and that is books that have been adapted into movies. So it can be exciting seeing a book that means so much to you getting enough recognition to be seen on the big screen. But sometimes it also comes with a price, and that price is a terrible quality movie. To put this in context, in seventh grade, I read one of Jerry Spinelli's classic books, Stargirl. Have you ever read it? Nope, I didn't. It's a good one. Um, It's a great coming-of-age story about being yourself and whatever, but they recently announced that there's a movie adaptation set to come out next year, and I really don't know how to feel about that. (laughs) So it is tough because it's easy to let a book that's so relatable become a part of you. You almost feel protective of it. I know a lot of books that I've read, I really... um, kind of shape me as a person, honestly. So the thought of letting a director, producer, and numerous actors take over the movie version of that book could make you feel apprehensive, maybe even a little protective of the original story and the characters. So with that being said, here are our top three best movies that are based on books in terms of similarity to the original story and as well as overall quality of the movie itself. Okay, so at number three, we have The Fellowship of the Ring. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows what The Lord of the Rings is about, but just in case um, you've been under a rock your entire life, The Fellowship of the Ring is about uh, the Dark Lord Sauron who's trying to find his one ring. And the ring ends up finding its way to the young hobbit Frodo Baggins, and then Frodo and eight companions then form the Fellowship of the Ring and set on a journey to Mount Doom, which is the only place the ring can be destroyed. And it is the first part of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It was originally published in 1954, the book, and the movie adaptation was released in 2001. And the movie received a very high rating of 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it grossed $871.5 million worldwide, which made it the second highest grossing film of the year at the time, and the fifth highest grossing film of all time during uh, this era. Okay, so I'm going to be real with you here. It would be impossible to fit every single detail from the Fellowship book into a movie. The book itself is around 500 pages, and some might argue that the movie is already long enough, coming in around three hours. But they actually had to cut out a semi-really important character out of the movie in order to get it to proper movie theater viewing length, so rip to Tom Bombadil. Overall, the movie captures the essence of fun and adventure that is displayed in the book and stays true to each individual character, except for Frodo. Frodo was an old man in the book, but it's fine. Um, I'll be honest and say that this might actually be one of the rare occasions in which the movie was actually slightly better. In the movie, the storyline moves quickly and the dialogue is both effective and entertaining. Compare this to the book in which every time a character speaks, they have to give a 10-minute soliloquy. We all know the you shall not pass iconic scene. (laughs) That scene goes on for like a solid 25 pages, and he says you shall not pass like three times during that. And it's actually, it's not even you shall not pass, it's you cannot pass. So How how could they mess that up? (laughs) I know, I know. (laughs) But in terms of similarity to the book, I'm giving this one a 6.5 out of 10. And in overall quality, it is a classic, so I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. 
Um, so we will move on to our number two pick, which is The Lovely Bones. My name is Salmon, like the fish. I was 14 years old when I was murdered. Okay, so Lovely Bones is about a young girl who is raped and murdered and watches from the afterlife as her family and friends struggle to move on from the tragedy of her death. The book was written in 2002 by Alice Siebold. Uh, the movie adaptation was released in 2009 and received a Critics' Choice Movie Award for Best Young Performer. However, it still only received a 32% on Rotten Tomatoes and made about $93.6 million. So both the book and movie obviously really affected me emotionally. It's extremely heart-wrenching, but it is a necessary story. And throughout the story, the character Susie, she, once she, after she dies and she goes into the afterlife, she has to balance her thirst for revenge on her rapist with the desire for her family to heal from her passing. And it's, uh, the book was obviously much more graphic, much more detailed than the movie. And I will admit I did tear up after reading it, but the movie did not disappoint at all. The actress who plays Susie, I can't pronounce her first name, Saris Ronan, she's the perfect person for the role. She's exactly how I pictured the character to be when I read the book. Her look of innocence and her tone of voice really drives you to feel for the character even more throughout the movie. And while it did receive a low rating on Rotten Tomatoes, I see it as a movie that's completely underrated and deserved a lot more recognition than it got. So for rating for similarity of the book, I had 7 out of 10. And then rating for overall quality of the movie, definitely a 9 out of 10. It definitely hit me in the feels. Now before we announce our number one overall pick, I think it's important to mention some of the absolute worst book-to-movie adaptations of all time. I found it impossible to choose just one, so my first pick is Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. <laughs> Overall, the movie was just really sloppy. It didn't seem like any member of the cast and crew actually read the book. <laughs> the acting was really awful, and it could have been somewhat decent if it was just a movie and there hadn't actually been a book series, but then they tried to do the sequel and stay true to the original series like the first movie never happened. And we're not giving these ones ratings, but if I could give this a negative rating, I would. So it was very easy for me to pick one. Uh, my top pick is Aragon. The movie should have never existed, and I could write an entire book and base a movie on that book solely about how bad the Aragon movie is. In the books, yes, there's more than one, it takes the dragon Saphira, basically the entire series, and each book is like almost a thousand pages, to grow into an adult dragon. In the movie, immediately after meeting Aragon as a small baby, she randomly flies into the air, gets struck by lightning because that makes sense, and then returns as a full-fledged adult dragon. And then the t that's just one example, just one. And the terrible acting and horrible downgrade in the plot only adds to the fun. Hey, and then my second pick for worst movie is Paper Towns. Um, I will be honest in admitting that I don't think the book Paper Towns is one of John Green's best works, but the movie was just absolutely awful. <laughs> the plot line was flimsy, the main characters were annoying and immature, which is not how they're portrayed in the books, and I thought it was just a poor portrayal of teen culture in America overall. When I actually saw this in the theater, I was the, it was me and my boyfriend, and we were the only ones in the theater. <laughs> 
So that didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, and our number one pick is the help. You can write my obituary. Charlotte Fela, dead. Her daughter, still single. This dress looks amazing. I reckon when you finish, it won't. Thank you. So The Help is about young white woman and aspiring journalist Eugenia Skeeter Phelan, I hope I pronounced that right, and her relationship with two black maids during the civil rights movement in 1963 in Mississippi. So in attempting to become a legitimate journalist and writer, Skeeter decides to write a book from the point of view of those maids and exposes the racism that they're faced with when they work for white families. So the movie received a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes and it grossed $216 million in worldwide box office. It received four Academy Award nominations that included Best Picture, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actress. And it also won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a Motion Picture. Um, the book was published in 2009 and the movie adaptation was released in 2011. So this is a heartbreaking but also uplifting story about racism and sexism in Mississippi in the 1960s. And as each character fights their own battles and stays true to themselves without conforming to the expectations of society at that time, uh, sparks fly and beautiful friendships form. And these are friendships that typically would not be possible during this time period and in this location. Um, not every scene translated perfectly from the book to the movie, and some didn't make it into the movie at all, but the impact from both pieces is still effective and extremely moving. To be fair, there aren't any fantasy elements in this movie like in Lord of the Rings, which might have made the adaptation slightly easier since not as much was up to interpretation, but my bias is that the overall story is just better. So for similarity to the book, I'm rating this as an 8.5 out of 10, and for overall quality, I'm giving it another 8.5 out of 10. So we have some discussion questions for you guys. So have any of your favorite books been turned into movies? And if so, what did you guys think of the translation? Anyone want to come up and share? It's not really a non-fictional book. It was like the Divergent series. The ending in the last one was not the same, and it really like angered me in the movie. I really feel that, too. Yeah. I read all the books. <laughs> I never actually saw that movie. I read really? the books. I never saw the movies. Yeah, yeah. Really? Just don't watch the movie. So. Yeah, okay. Good to know. <laughs> um, so next question. Um, have you seen any of the movies that we talked about or read the books? And would you, would anyone care to agree or disagree with us? I have seen Percy Jackson, one and two. And I agree with you guys. Those movies were terrible. Because that was like probably the first time like I read a book and I was like, oh, dude, sweet. Like the movie's coming out. Like I can't wait. I literally watched this and I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then I saw the second one, which is like, the second one came out like four or five years later with like the same cast. And like, I remember seeing it being like, at this point I was like in high school and I was like, all right, like might as well just go see this. Like this could be cool. And it's like more faithful to the book, but it's like worse. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to yeah, do that, but they somehow like, managed to do that. I was older and I was like, this is garbage. Like this really is like terrible. But I was like, no, like when I was like in fifth grade, when the first one came out, I was like, this is like terrible. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. Thank you for sharing that. No, it's too bad, too, because the books are so good. They like, are. Those are really good book series. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually want to go rogue and ask you guys a question. Oh. So there have been some movies that I watch before I read the books, and then I favor the movies over the books, and I think that's just because when you see the movie, it's, that's how you picture them, and then they're described differently like in the books. Mm-hmm. Do you think watching the movie would change your opinion on the book or would you still always be faithful to the book over the movie yeah that's a really good question yeah i can i have seen movies and then been like oh this is based on a book i'll read the book most of the time though i like the book better yeah i I can think of only one example i mean lord of the rings kind of but like besides that ella enchanted i thought the movie was a lot better for me I can specifically think of, I saw The Hunger Games before I read the book, and then I read all three books, and I was like, this is so much better than what I saw. And it it showed through the next few movies as well. I mean, they weren't terrible, but they weren't as good as the books. Come on. Like, let's be real. <laughs> so. All right. Well, yeah. I think that's just about all the time we have, but thank you for listening, and uh, play us out. <laughs>